All right, ladies and gentlemen, so I've got another remarkable individual that I want to introduce you to. Now, have you ever heard of tiny homes? So he builds them, but he doesn't just build them. He builds them in a factory and then mails them to your plot of land. Now, he's in Windsor, and his name is Clark Galley. He's uh, local right now, but I've got a feeling that pretty soon he's going to be international. So I'm excited to share what he's done in such a short time and how he's gone from one venture to the next to the next. I can't wait for you to meet him. Ladies and gentlemen, Clark Galley. Hey there, how's it going? Good, man. Just excited to be here. Yeah, so am I. And uh, I appreciate you taking the time to chat with us today. But maybe we, before we dive too much into the details, we can get started with who you are, a little bit about what you do. Uh, yeah, my name is Clark Alley, um, investment realtor and tiny home developer. Those are pretty much my two main activities in a day. Interesting. Well, Clark, thanks so much for sharing. And a uh, question for you. Do you remember the first time you made 100 grand in a year? Um, in a year? It was probably my first 100K. It was probably cumulative like, of a lot of actions that happened. Um, but the first time in a year was when I was a realtor. Okay. Tell me about that. So first, when did you even get in, involved in real estate? Uh, it's probably about six years ago now. Um, did my first wholesale deal at 18. Um, and uh, it was just kind of testing the waters, seeing if real estate was for me. Um, then a few years after that, I actually four years after that, I dove into a uh, full-time realtor. Interesting. So what wholesaling, maybe you could break down what that is for people who don't know. Uh, yeah, it's a complicated process. <laughs> um, basically, you get a property under a contract and you assign that contract to someone else and you make money off the difference of that uh, assigned value to the next purchaser. Okay, so you're 18 years old. What are you doing at the time that you're trying to figure out how to buy contracts and assign them? What? Um, yeah, I was also full-time uh, a student. I was doing my um, major in finance and computer science. Interesting. Where were you studying, man? Uh, University of Windsor, hometown. Interesting. Okay. So how did you figure out like how this stuff worked? Where did you learn about it? And what were some of your first moves? Um, yeah. So when I was in high school, uh, one of my friends started, uh, Matt and Cass, actually, they're pretty famous on the internet as well. Um, they started uh, a college, student works painting. It's basically, you know, they started a painting business and hired a bunch of kids to actually paint the homes. Um, and uh, I remember one time I was painting a home and they're like, oh yeah, this is our triplex. And I was like, because how, how the hell do you own a triplex? So you're 20 years, 21 years old. Like you have this painting company. Like how, how'd you do this? Like sit down with me for four hours and just explain to me how this works. And uh, they pretty much taught me everything I knew. And uh, from there, bigger pockets was a huge thing because I started my own painting company actually. Uh, after they left and then just every time I was painting a house bigger pockets podcast I probably listened to a hundred over the course of a summer Interesting, so then what what did you do to get that wholesale deal? How did you find it? Uh, Kijiji actually I did two three wholesale deals off Kijiji Interesting, so that first year you mentioned it was a mix of a bunch of different things. What do you think some of those things were at the time? Um, yeah, I did a property management company for a little bit as well um, so I did that for uh, probably about a year uh, started and then sold that company um, a lot of just uh, build websites for people as well. Uh, again, I went to school for programming, so I knew enough how to make websites and stuff like that. Um, buy, sell stuff off Kijiji. It was just a, just a mix of like everything you could to make money, pretty much. Interesting. So what did it feel like knowing that you were 18? You said it was 18, right? Yep. So 18 years old, you make 100 grand a year, man. Most, most people wish a lifetime to make something like that. So how did you feel and what did you spend that first 100 on? Yeah, I don't know if 18 I made the 100. I said like cumulative. It was probably like 18, 19, 20, you know, cumulative school and all those activities probably to the first 100. Um, but uh, saved up and bought a house, man. I, uh, I'm a very, if my friends know me, I'm the most frugal guy there is. I think in the past four years, the only clothes I bought was from Valley Village. Um, I don't, uh, 
<laughs> I don't spend much money at all. Is that where you got that shirt? Because that shirt looks good, man. Uh, sure. It was actually a birthday gift. Birthday gift. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Okay. Well, hey, tell us about that first house that you bought, man. I'd love to learn a little bit more. Um, yeah, it was actually the first tiny home we ever built. Uh, it was a house on Assumption, um, single family home, had a huge ass lot. I barely knew the rules, um, but I knew enough about it that, hey, this is a big lot. I'll figure it out. So I uh, bought the house and yeah, went through the process to build the first tiny home in the backyard. Um, that kind of trajected into to everything here. Interesting. So what made you want to build a tiny home in the backyard, man? What uh, piqued your interest? Where did you learn about it? And uh, how'd you get into that? Yeah, so I started doing some fix and flips. Um, like not myself, but I would help people like be the contractor, you know, boots on the ground kind of guy helping with these fix and flips. And the biggest thing I found was that their budget was never accurate. I don't think there was a single time where the budget they had for the fix and flip was what it actually was or the timelines. Um, and I thought new development was just the coolest thing on the earth. Uh, but I don't have enough money to build a new house. I don't have enough money to build an apartment building, right? Like how do I, how do I start? And tiny home was the cheapest way to start a new dev. Interesting. So what did you find when you, uh, when you were thinking about some of these estimates or these, uh, these amounts that people were thinking it was going to cost for these fix and flips? Mm -hmm. Were you finding that people on average were over budget, over timeline, under budget, under timeline? Like what were their expectations in alignment with reality? Find me a construction budget that was under budget. No, I'd be very surprised. Um, all over budget. Uh, and just, uh, you know, the returns, you know, you knock down a wall and it's like, oh, hey, there's an open tube in the living room. Like there wasn't in the basement, but hey, there's behind all these walls or there's mold over here. Um, you know, the, the floor is kind of wonky. Like it's just, there's so many things that come up that you don't know when you're doing a fix and flip. Um, whereas new dev, you know, every single material that's going in every single time. Um, it's just a lot, lot easier process. Interesting. So if you were to narrow it down, would you say you did all those fix and flips to learn or to get paid? Uh, mainly to learn. Um, bigger pockets taught, taught me anything. It taught me to work for free for the first first year, two years of your life. Because um, all this information you can't find online, right? It is very hard to you know find these specific rules, these specific like things that you know happen in deals. Um, you can hear them through stories. So bigger pockets. That's why it was huge for me. Um, but uh, yeah, I wanted to hear stories in Windsor. You know, a lot of bigger pockets stories were elsewhere. I wanted to learn who is doing this around me locally that I can copy and emulate. Um, and that was, uh, that was the biggest thing for me. It's just be in that room with those people, hear their stories, hear their struggles. Um, the money was, it was okay, but it was, uh, th that was the most valuable thing for me. Interesting. So where did you start going to learn some of this information? You said, you mentioned it was bigger pockets, but what did you do to find them locally? Uh, the Wind City events, honestly, um, those were big ones. And uh, PE, Real Estate Solutions, actually, that was another first uh, start. I did a couple of wholesale deals and then I kind of joined him with wholesaling. Um, again, he was just uh, posting Kijiji ads saying, hey, I'm a wholesaler looking for deals. I called him up and said, hey, I know you're looking for deals. How can I help? Like, I'll work for free. Just let me help you find, you know, your first deal or your next couple of deals or whatever you're working on. It was just wherever I could find these investors working. Um, I just wanted to be in that room. Wow, that's really cool, man, that you took the actions necessary and not only thought about it, but actually did it. Yes. So, Clark. Do you remember the first time you made a hundred grand in a month? In a month. I don't know if it was exactly a hundred. It was probably cumulative of like realtor and like the tiny home sales. Um, but uh, yeah, honestly, it's like any other month. Um, just take all the money and reinvest it. It's uh, I'm not one to blow money. <laughs> Interesting. So what types of things are you reinvesting in these days? Um, a lot of land and everything behind me here. Um, it's, uh, you know, just plowing it right back into the business, whether it's NC Capital, land to fund future developments. Um, it's, uh, it's wherever I can put it to continue the business. So what is this stuff that we've got behind you, man? Maybe you could break down what we're looking at right now. Uh, yeah. So right now, um, our team's working on two uh, ADUs that are going to be craned in, I think, next next week or two weeks from now. Um, they, uh, yeah, basically they build like the shell of the tiny home. We put it on a truck bed, crane it into place, and uh, 
you have a tiny home in a day. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Okay. You, I'm guessing you got into that because you just started by building your own tiny home. Yeah. Yeah. We did our first one. Um, realized, hey, it was a lot of fun. You know, we can do this again. Uh, my business partner is one of the smartest guys I know. Um, he's an engineer by trade and just super smart. So he's a lot of the one that kind of engineers everything and figures out how it all works. Um, I'm just the one that executes and, you know, gets the money, gets the land, kind of pieces everything else together. So how did you find this business partner? Uh, bigger pockets. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> yeah, he was, uh, uh, again, when I started the property management company, um, cold calling, just like, hey, who can I get for a client? Um, he was one of my clients and then uh, he, you know, ended up like, hey, it's a cool company. Like, can I buy into it? And I was like, yeah, sure. So he bought into the property management company. Um, then we both just kind of started running it from there. Interesting. That's really cool, man. And I really, really appreciate you breaking down a little bit of that process. Mm -hmm. So when you guys started this company, this one that builds all these tiny homes, what um, were some of your first moves? Oh, sorry. You had something to say? Yeah. Yeah. No, when I, yeah, I guess when we first started, probably about two years ago um, was when we uh, finished the first one. Wow. So what's happened since then? Uh, a lot. We have a team, <laughs> which is amazing. Um, we uh, know the process a lot better. Um, we have contracts with suppliers. So like our windows, our wood, um, there's some stuff that I don't think we'll ever, even a supply chain shortage, we'll ever lose out on. Um, just from, you know, certain contracts we have, it's, uh, it's been a lot easier to get the supplies, get the process with the city. Um, Cause it's a long, it's a long process. So once you do it once and again and again, you just start to plan ahead as opposed to kind of playing catch up. Interesting. So you ever made a hundred grand in a day before Clark? No, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you, man. But what do you think it'll take to get there? Um, I don't know. A lot more of this probably. Um, cause the realtor is definitely more, uh, cash in hand. Like you do the realtor job, you get paid. It's great. Um, but to do it in a day, you need to do bigger projects. You need to do more crazy out there, kind of big business endeavors as opposed to being a realtor. Um, so who knows, maybe this will get me there one day, but, uh, we'll, uh, we'll see. Interesting. And Clark, where, where is it that you want to take this, man? It seems like you got a good head on your shoulders. It seems like you've done some pretty interesting things. How old are you, by the way? Uh, I'm 24. You're 20. How much? 24. 24, man. That's crazy. So yeah, where is it that, you know, where do you see the big Clark going? Um, yeah, taking this uh, company as far as it can go, really. Um, you know, we're just like in the first year of having employees. <laughs> like I think all of our employees, like the fourth one we got brought on like maybe like a month, a couple months ago. Um, so it's just uh, now that we have this process and it's rolling, kind of just ironing out how this looks with the team and new supplies and kind of seeing how easy we can kind of automate this process um, and then duplicating, right? Once you get a process that you like, you're comfortable with, then duplicate that, duplicate it again and uh, see how far it can go. Interesting. Clark, man, we really appreciate you sharing some wisdom with us. So what would you go back and share with the older, with the younger Clark? The one before he was 18, the one before he did that first wholesale deal. If you could go back and look at him and whatever he was wearing and whatever drink he was sipping on and whatever game he was playing or yeah. whatever, what would you tell him? Um, uh, it's probably from the soul actually a little bit, but uh, I'd probably just enjoy life a bit more. Um, I think I focus too much on money and business and it's like, holy shit, I'm 24, but it's like, I built a lot of crazy stuff, but uh, just like enjoy the process through it as opposed to keep planning for the future because like futures today <laughs> so i think that's uh that's probably what i tell him beautiful clark and before we go where can we find you man i'm sure you dropped a ton of gems for some people today and they'd love to follow up and follow along with your journey where can they find you uh yeah nc capitals are uh, uh construction company you can find us on instagram or our website um or my instagram clark alley that's probably the best ways to find me beautiful clark thanks so much man we appreciate you is there anything else that you want to share before we rock and roll out of here today um yeah, work hard. It's not enough people to work hard nowadays. So uh, just get out there and get it. Beautiful. Clark, thanks so much, man. We cool. appreciate you. Thank you. We'll see you next time. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, and that is another episode of 100 Ways to Make 100K. I hope you enjoyed meeting Clark Galley, the young investor from Windsor, Ontario, who is soon to be international. Uh, Thanks so much for tuning in. Once again, I'm your host, Javon.ca, and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you.